Father, into thy hands I commit my spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. First Samuel chapter 23 has an interesting concept that I want you to walk with me in. I don't have time for all the introductions and the thank yous. Only got 15 minutes and you know that's next to impossible. We're going to pray for some miracles today. 1 Samuel chapter 23 starting with verse 25. The Bible says this about David as he is running from his nemesis, his father-in-law. Verse 25, Saul and his men began to search, and when David was told about it, he went down to the rock and stayed in the desert of Maon. When Saul heard this, he went into the desert of Maon in pursuit of David. Saul was going along one side of the mountain and David and his men were on the other side hurrying to get away from Saul. If I were to give this a title, I'd call it hide and go seek. I need to set the picture for you so that you understand. David has been running from King Saul who is afraid that David will be the next king and is trying to kill him. Along the way, David has picked up about five to six hundred men who are following him in rebellion and running from King Saul. King Saul has stopped doing his job protecting all of Israel in order to chase David. And the plot kind of goes like this. Because King Saul has the entire Israelite army on the lookout for David, nobody is protecting Israel from its enemies. So David, and you can go back and read it for yourself, David has been double dipping. When he gets a break, he will slide over and protect the people of God and then go back into hiding like Robin Hood. And he's running, and he's running, and some of the same people, does anybody know what this feels like? Some of the same people who David bailed out are turning on him and stabbing him in the back. No good deed goes unpunished. As he runs for his life, he finds himself in the desert of Maon. And the Bible says that there is this desert of Maon, and it has one lone mountain in it. That's why the Word of God calls it the rock. It's the rock in Maon. It's the only thing out there. I don't know what drove David that when King Saul was chasing him to run in this direction across a desert, but he gets where the rock is in sight. And suddenly he sees coming in the distance the armies of King Saul. Not the whole army this time, just a mobile force that can go after David. And David is trying his best to escape, 
But where do you run from your problems when your problems can see you as clearly as Saul can see David across the desert? I don't know about you, but I've been in some spots where my problems can see me from every direction. And all I can do is run. I wish I could run back to the Father. If you showed me what direction in this desert of my life that the Father is, I'll run to him. But right now, there's nothing between me and what's chasing me. Anybody know what that feels like? It's Sabbath evening, and you're still thinking about the papers that are due. It's Sabbath evening, and you're still thinking about the problems, the issues that will confront you as soon as Sabbath is over. And they follow you everywhere. Picture the desperation as David and 600 of his closest friends run to the rock. I don't have time to preach that. You go home and preach that to yourself. When stuff is chasing you, run to the rock. See, David, as his men start to run, and they run to the backside of the mountain, King Saul and his army says, you're not getting away from me this time. I'm going to chase you down. You can't hide from me, David. There's nowhere to go. My, my chariots are faster than your horses and my men are more numerous than your soldiers. You've got nowhere to go. There's nothing left. David and his men say, what are we going to do? This is the first time that they've been in eye contact with Saul. Ever had your problems get close enough where you're in eye contact of them? The last time David was that close to King Saul, Saul had a spear in his hand ready to ram him through. And now David is running for his life. There's no place left to go but to try and go to the backside up the mountain, up the mountain and around. There's a trail that goes from one part of the mountain and it goes around the mountain and it continues going up so that you can get to the summit of the mountain that's in the middle of Mayon. And, and when you get to the summit, that's a great spot for you to view out all over the territory of Israel. But David's not on a sightseeing tour. He's running because he literally has no place else to go. Saul says, this isn't the Red Sea. You're not getting away from me climbing up that mountain. If you can climb, I can climb too. See him as David's running on one side of the mountain and Saul is on the other in hot pursuit. Where's my miracle? All I see is that I'm running, and as I keep running, I get more and more exhausted because I'm going higher and higher, and the air is getting thinner and thinner, and Saul is getting closer and closer as the mountain gets smaller and smaller. I can't keep running like this, God. 
Where's the miracle you promised? I want to run to the Father, but where do I go when I'm running out of mountain? Where do I, where do I go? God, can you speak to me in this moment? And if you haven't been there, child, just keep on living. Your time will come. If that's not your story, if everything is just blissful and everything is one praise song to the next, put this message in your pocket. You're going to need it later on. But what do I do when I'm running out of mountain? Bible says, just as Saul is about to catch David, he gets a cell phone call. <laughs> Saul, not now. I've got him in my sights. One more step and I got him. He's about 400 yards away. I see him up there. I can get him. Saul, we ain't got time for that. The Philistines are attacking Israel. Oh, man. I have him in my sights. Can it wait? No. They're going to overrun your palace if you don't hurry and get back here. And with David in his sights, the enemy mysteriously turns around and goes back down the mountain. I'm here to let you know. God promise no weapon formed against you shall prosper. We always say amen to that. But some of us take it and believe that no weapon will be formed. God says, I'm not going to stop the weapons from being formed. I'm not going to stop the devil from being in hot pursuit. I just promise you that I'll always be with you. I'll never forsake you. And if you keep running, you'll see the miracle. I can imagine David out of breath at the summit here in Mayon wants to know what was the miracle, Lord? What was this all about? He almost caught us, God. I don't ever want to be that close to the enemy again. God, what were you trying to teach me? And Jesus said the miracle was right in front of you. The one thing that stayed between you and what's chasing you is the rock. I'm what's between you and what's chasing you. Run up the rock. David, I wanted you to run up the rock because being close to the rock, climbing the rock, making sure that Jesus takes me higher and higher, I can never, ever get caught by problems. My problems don't do well in elevation. The miracle is the rock that stays between you and what's chasing you. He hideth my soul 
in the cleft of the rock. I don't know where you are. I don't know what your situation is, but I want to let you know, stop looking for the Red Sea to part. Just stay close to the rock. Higher and higher, closer and closer to the rock till you can see the vantage point that God has over your life. And when we see what God sees over our lives we will recognize why God brought us to the rock in the first place today as the praise team lifts you higher let them take you up the summit to the very heights of the rock behold your miracle Behold your promised land. Father in heaven, as we continue to climb, Father, we run. And Lord, it's okay if we're running up. It may get harder to run and we get more winded. But dear God, you are every breath we take. Be our miracle today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.